Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Bob Stoffer joining you, uh, second of a back-to-back for the Edmonton Oilers tonight against the Chicago Blackhawks and Edmonton needing to have an infinitely better performance than the one we saw last night at Rogers Place. Uh, Bob Stoffer joining you from the home office. Dave Tippett, Oilers head coach, will speak today at uh, 3.30. That's right, 3.30. And uh, we'll get an idea in terms of what is shaking with the Edmonton Oilers lineup tonight, but Edmonton uh, taking to the proverbial woodshed last, last night and was, was not, not a strong performance, performance to say the least. They got, got beaten every facet of the game on route to a 4 nothing loss to the Vegas Golden Knights, which has nobody in oil country enthralled at this moment. This, this is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next network printer from digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owner and operator place to buy office IT and supplies. We have a jam show. Complete review of last night, preview of tonight's game. Brian Lott from the NHL Network at 1235. Big news yesterday, province of Alberta. David Staples from the Cult of Hockey and the Provincial Affairs columnist will give us his perspective. Hey, Bob, I'm going to jump in on you here, my friend. It's a little echoey. In fact, it's a lot echoey. It sounds like you almost have two channels up. So I'm going to let you disconnect and I'm going to plot you down here, my friend, and I'll navigate us through right now as we recap quickly. Uh, well, we all, well, should we set the table or should we recap last night? Maybe we'll quickly set the table. I'll let Bob get back here, reconnected. And uh, Bob, if you can still hear me, just jump back on cue uh, when you get a chance, man, and we'll throw you back on air. Otherwise, send me a text. Uh, okay, Brian Lawton, because it is a Wednesday, coming up from the NHL Network, 1235. David Staples, political affairs columnist and cult of hockey writer for the Edmonton Journal at 105. Our NHL insider John Shannon coming down the pipe and so is Blackhawks TV analyst Colby Cohen. That's because the Blackhawks are in town uh, rounding out this second half of a back-to-back for the Edmonton Oilers. That means there was a front half last night and boy, uh, it didn't necessarily go well for Edmonton to say the least. So let's go early into our direct workwear audio vault. Uh, Direct workwear is specialized to work with your business, outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray. It was Cam, it was Bob on the call last night from Rogers Place. Edmonton Oilers get set for a game with the Vegas Golden Knights. Gets in past McNabb. We'll leave it to Yamamoto. The shot saved by Braswan. The rebound over to the right wing board. Kept in by McLeod. Now on the left wing try said low to Cassian. Great save by Braswan sliding across to his glove side. Theodore skating up the right wing for Vegas. He'll find Howden. He'll walk in. He'll shoot. Scores. Brett Howden fires it through Mike Smith and it is 1-0. You know, we got down early in the game and you're chasing the game. 
you know, you're they're playing a solid road game and you're chasing the game. You're trying to find somebody to give you a spark. To the blue line, Barry is one-timer. That's blocked. And coming out with it is Riley Smith. Smith with a short-handed breakaway. He'll pass across. Carlson scores. William Carlson followed it up, made it a 2-on-0, and it's a short-handed goal, and it's 2-0 for Vegas. Our execution on, on certain plays, um, you know, weren't there, and, you know, that, that, that's how you give up a, a breakaway, and then, you know, obviously a 2-on-0 and, and odd man rushes and even, you know, finishing off the kill and another odd man rush, right? Back to center, marshes over to Petrangelo. He shoots and scores. Well, the Oilers got caught in a backpedal, and I believe that was Tyson Berry, and he was indecisive. Puck at the side of the Oiler net, Riley Smith scores right off the left side looked like there was no room and somehow he sneaks that one past Mike Smith to make it 4-0 for Vegas and Loren Brossois perfect tonight 28 saves first shutout of the season third shutout of his NHL career and the Vegas Golden Knights skate to a 4-0 win over the Edmonton Oilers all right, uh, we're in the Oilers Now Audio Vault section for direct workwear, specialized to work with your business, outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you. Dave Tippett had these comments on why his team lacked execution last night's 4 nothing loss to Vegas. I don't know, the five days off or whatever it is, for whatever reason, we just, uh, part of it, Vegas, they, they, you know, they come at you hard. They're a hard four-checking team. And start first shift of the game, Bush turned it over twice, and then they get two chances. I mean, you just you got to be you got to be solid with the puck. You know it's going to be a hard game. You got your time is going to time and space is going to be at a premium. You have to be able to execute at that level, and we didn't do it enough tonight. Tip had added some additional thoughts on the defense being prone to turnovers against Vegas. You know, you look at the well, you look at the ones the the two on zero, the two on one. And you look at how many chances when we turn the puck over. I think uh, Barry turned it over once, once more. Boost turned it over in there. Nursey turned one over in there. You're, you're just looking. You're, you're giving chances away. Your forwards are taking off, thinking we're going, and the puck's not getting to them. And you're going to end up giving some some chances in your own zone. And that's that's what happened. Well, just specific to the defense. Again, I've only you know, it's one man's opinion. It doesn't mean I'm right, but. Darnell Nurse and Evan Bouchard and Duncan Keith and Cody Cece. And Duncan Keith played pretty well, in my opinion, since we've gotten back from the Christmas break. Um, I would play Duncan Keith with Evan Bouchard. And I would play Darnell Nurse with Cody Cece. And Darnell wants to make plays. Bouchard makes plays. Um, there's been some challenge. And Bouchard needed to be better last night. He'd be the first to tell you that. There's going to be some growing pains. He's going to be really good. Uh, Tyson Berry in that third period, I mean, the, the confluence of events. I mean, if you just take a look at each of the individual goals, goal number one, Bouchard steps up in the Vegas zone. Pugliarvi's supposed to be there in defensive support, peels off, and then Shea Theodore threads the needle on a brilliant stretch pass. Brett Howden on a breakaway, and he beats Mike Smith clean from 45 feet out. It was a good shot. Some might say maybe the goalie's got to come. It's a pretty great A opportunity. The 2 nothing goal, not only does Barry shot from the point on the power play get blocked uh, by Riley Smith, snu uh, completely snuffed on the play, but Smith comes back the other way, and then Barry gets beat back to further compound the issue by William Carlson. So that's the 2 nothing goal. The 3 nothing goal, Tyson Barry's in no man's land. And uh, the Oilers have a bit of a botched exchange just in front of the benches. And 
Barry ends up not taking either guy and ripping one home is Petrangelo. Now, Theodore's a guy capable of making plays. So is Petrangelo. Their defensemen are, you know, got some high-end talent. Those guys were probably both going to be on Team Canada. Darnell Nurse and Evan Bouchard, first shift of the third period. Um, both made, you know, errors on that play. And to a man, the other players would have to concede and admit that last night simply was not good enough. There's no other way to say that. Again, I might be open to switching the D pairings around a little bit, but whatever. Uh, here's Dave Tippett on Mike Smith's first game back in between the pipes. Well, we, we gave up some great A's. He had a two on O. The first one's a two on one. You know, we got to get him back up and going. And uh, third period, I thought he battled. He made some good saves in the third period. But so, first one in a while for him. We got to get him. We got to get him up and going. We got to get him up and going. So the Oilers play Chicago tonight. I think the theory for everybody out there is that Skinner starts. We'll wait and see again. We'll get some clarity at three thirty-three, uh, three thirty today. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, meanwhile, says the effort was there last night for the Edmonton Oilers against Vegas. We made the bigger mistakes, and they capitalized on those mistakes. And I mean, we, we were pushing early, and even in the second period, and um, we couldn't find a way to uh, beat Brissois there. So, I mean, it's uh, it's frustrating to, to come back from a break and and, uh, and start off like that. But at the same time, we play tomorrow. Um, there's no time to dwell on it. We uh, we know we can be better and limit our mistakes and uh, and move on here. And uh, RNH added that he wants to uh, make sure, and he and his teammates do, that losses don't pile up. I mean, obviously, being able to fight fight out of a stretch like that and, and put together a winning streak is is a positive thing for our group. It shows the character that we have in the room, and um, obviously, this is just this is one game, and um, we finished off that road trip before the break well, and uh, we were working hard. And uh, tonight, uh, there is no lack of effort. It's just uh, like. Like Zach said, I mean, it's uh, a few mistakes and lack of execution, and it costs us. But, I mean, we, we know we have uh, the group to be able to bounce back uh, um, quickly. So uh, we have to show that and, um, and bring it tomorrow. I know the advanced analytics on natural statrix suggested that Edmonton outchanced 5-on-5 five five, uh, Vegas last night, 15-7. to seven. I didn't see it that way. I saw the Oilers... And granted, once they're down three nothing, they're they're gambling a bit and they're pushing a bit, and and they got caught in the counter strike, and Vegas got some A grade scoring opportunities. But in terms of, you know, shots sort of in the home run district or in the the high rent district or the slot, whatever you want to call it, the Oilers didn't have enough, and their lines didn't work last night either, and that's part of the reason why they got moved. So we'll wait and see um, what happens here tonight against Chicago, who do not have, uh, Jonathan Taze. That's a look at the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Work, where again, coming up today, four guests, Brian Lawton for the NHL Network, David Staples from the Cult of Hockey and the Provincial Affairs Columnist for the Edmonton Journalist the day after Jason Kenney, uh, announced, uh, some lightning of the restrictions out there. Uh, and we'll have several conversation points there. John Shannon, our NHL insider, and Chicago Blackhawks television analyst, recently retired player Colby Cohen, all in uh, the next two hours of Oilers now. All right. Um, some sad news to pass along uh, to some of you out there who uh, maybe went to Barry T's back in the day or to uh, uh, graduated out of Harry Ainley Composite High School or spent some time at Nate. Uh, Judd Gill uh, was a longtime uh, bartender. He was a big personality, uh, a big man, and he had a big heart. And uh, unfortunately, he's no longer with us. So we'll go to break. And when we come back, 
we'll uh, get into setting up tonight's game between the Edmonton Oilers and the Chicago Blackhawks. Sleep tonight And may your dreams Be realized If the thunder clouds Welcome back, everybody. Second of a back-to-back, 6 o'clock. I note the early uh, puck drop, 4.30 City Ford face-off show, the Edmonton Oilers and the Chicago Blackhawks. It'll be Cam Moon, myself, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, the Oilers Radio Network with the call of tonight's game. Uh, Jack, Louie, and Gene have got the TV side for you tonight as well. All right, let's get into Edmonton and the Chicago Blackhawks. And again, we don't 100% have the Oilers uh, lineup, uh, but the Oilers Now lineup report is brought to you three times a week by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence Find your dream home, sell your old home, sold today, edmonton.ca. Well, look at Chicago first. They come in with a record of 16-23-7. They've uh, got a minus 44 goal differential. Derek King is their interim head coach, 612 points in 830 games. They fired Jeremy Colton earlier in the season. Colton, I believe, is he on coaching the Olympic team right now uh, for Team Canada. Jonathan Taze is out uh, due to he's in concussion protocol right now. Uh, based on the last two days of practice for the Hawks, Dylan Strom up front with Kubalik, who had 30 goals season a couple of years ago, and Patrick Kane, all-time 56 points, 44 games, plus 15 against Edmonton. He's got 1,130 points in 1,071 NHL games. He's playing 2140 this year, is minus 12. Kirby Dock is having a tough season in Chicago. Good player. Tell you, if they ever panicked and decided to move him, I'd be all over that. Uh, Kirby Dock with Alex Debrinkit and Brandon Hagel. Brandon Hagel, he's number 38. Keep an eye on him. Real hardworking, industrious player. Josiah Slavin, Jacob Slavin's brother, with Philip Kurashev and Sam Lafferty, who uh, came up through the Pittsburgh organization. Ryan Carpenter with Henrik Borgstrom, the former first-rounder with the Florida Panthers, and Mackenzie Entwistle. On defense, Calvin Defon with Seth Jones. Jones in his NHL career against Edmonton. 17 games played, four assists, minus seven. Uh, McCabe with Connor Murphy, who just signed a four-year, $4.4 million a year contract extension, which kicks in next year. Caleb Jones, who played 93 games with the Edmonton Oilers, along with Jakob um, Gavlis, settled at Czech Republic, a tiny five foot eleven left-shot D-man playing over on the right side. Marc-Andre Fleury starts today for Chicago. He's 12-4-1 this year, 2.29 goals against average and a 9.24 save percentage. That's 12-4-1 against Edmonton in his career with a 2.29 goals against average, 9.24 save percentage. Um, obviously, a lot of people see him as being potentially in play. He's a pending UFA. So, too, is Calvin DeHaan. Uh, might be some interest in him out there as well for teams looking for a left-handed puck mover. Again, Taze is out. Uh, they picked up... Uh, Tyler Johnson from the Tampa Bay Lightning is part of a dump deal. Uh, he is uh, not available. He's out of the lineup. Jared Kerr has got a back challenge. Reese Johnson, former Red Deer Rebel, out with a clavicle injury. Stillman has a shoulder problem. And Kevin Lanikin, who's actually got some decent, he had a real, he had a decent year last year for the first two thirds of the season, uh, out with a hand challenge. The Hawks, 29th in the league in goals for. 25th in the league in goals against, 20th on the power play, 27th on the PK. They will face an Edmonton Oilers squad that uh, is 12-9 at home after last night's 4-0 loss. Now has a negative overall goal differential on the season. The Oilers averaging 3.23 goals per game, that's 10th, but they're 23rd in goals against a 3 point. 
3-0. The order's third in the league, and the power play dropped to 27.7. That's the thing that's concerned me a little. The power play's been real bad. Bottom line, Edmonton's got to shoot the puck more early in games. Now, last night, they went with McDavid, Kane, and Yamamoto to start. Dreisaitl, McLeod, and Cassian moved Dreisaitl up to McDavid and Yamamoto's line to start the third period and got scored 15 seconds in the period. R&H, Hyman, and Ployarvi. I do not expect those to be the Oilers' lines in tonight's game. Uh, McDavid has career 12 points, 12 games against the Hawks. Dreisaitl's got 19 points in 16 games against Chicago. RNH has 22 points in 27 games, and it's interesting. He had a five-assist performance against Chicago back during the 11-12 season and missed the game the night Sam Gagne was between, finished the game uh, between Taylor Hall and Jordan Eberle the night Gagne had four goals and eight points. Fogel. Hasn't scored in 14 games. Pugliarvi hasn't scored in 13. Yamamoto in 8. The Oilers need some juice from those guys. Nurse and Bouchard, Keith and CeCe, Lagason and Barry. Uh, we could see Stuart Skinner, who's 8-0-2 this year in the minors, a 1.97 goals against average 928 save percentage. I guess there's always an outside chance uh, Mike Smith gets a second consecutive start. Got to get him up and running. That's what the coach said. Uh, Koskinen obviously out with uh, COVID protocol. And Chris Russell is on the IR as well. So that's a complete look at your orders now. Lineup report for Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence. Our top story, the game tonight. Second of back-to-back. Edmonton needs to get it turned around. Top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. To NHL today for elite promotional marketing company branded apparel products and awards. All created in-house shop local elite promo marketing.com and back of the 630 chat studios brendan escott every uh, other canadian action tonight has calgary hosting vegas and vancouver entertaining the new york islanders uh, not two months into his return it's believed that took is done his comeback attempt in boston the 34 year old on the injured reserve right now he is currently weighing retirement and the team does not expect him back his teammate brad marchand has uh, an in-person hearing for punching Tristan Jari in the head and then swinging his stick up at Jari's face moments later. He did receive a match penalty on the play, but uh, there was just 25 seconds left in the game. So uh, we'll see what unfolds there for the repeat offender. Marcus Foligno, a hearing for kneeing Adam Lowry in the head at the end of their second scrap last night. It was a feisty night in the NHL on Tuesday. Uh, The Canadian men opening round-robin play at the Olympics tomorrow against Germany. Bakersfield continue a homestand on the weekend with Henderson in town. Oil Kings are hitting the road for a pair Friday night in Red Deer, Saturday in Medicine Hat, and Alberta wrapping up the youth sport regular season with a home-and-home against McEwen this weekend. Yeah, they actually changed that schedule. They're only going to play the one game Saturday, 5 o'clock. It'll be a McEwen home game, and then McEwen will go and play Alberta the week after. That's so the Bears don't get two straight bye weeks off. Uh, they had the last regular season bye week, and Alberta's got uh, the opening round of the playoffs as a bye after coming in first in the conference. Uh, the Don has texted the show at 1228. Bob, the Oilers are a perimeter in the corner team. Why? Uh, question mark. Either Dave Tippett doesn't know it or doesn't know the difference. The effort is there. The system doesn't match the players. Let's return to the Glenn Sather run and gun puck possession hockey. Um, well, you know what? If you're playing four corners, you're playing a puck possession game. The Oilers lead the NHL in possession time in the offensive zone. The run and gun is off the rush and teams are very, uh, uh, loathes them to sit there and trade chances against Edmonton. Jake says, Bob, Evan Bouchard is a below average defenseman and looks like he's never going to get any better. 
What are you, related to him, says Jake? He is just terrible at defending, and he gets caught flat-footed more times than not. He's responsible for at least one goal against every game. That one comes to us from Jake. Jake's the same guy that would have uh, crapped on Paul Coffey when Paul was 20 or 21 years of age. Uh, he would have. Uh, and, and there were guys like that that did it back in the day as well. I remember Paul Coffey was healthy scratched uh, at times in his rookie season in the National Hockey League. And Evan Bouchard is not as good as Paul Coffey. The point is that it can happen to the best of them. Let's see where it goes with Evan Bouchard. Hey, last night, there were lots of exhibits. If your whole deal is to sit there and crap on 22-year-old kids, go ahead. If that's what you're about, if that makes you feel better as a guy, go be that guy. We'll go off to a uh, global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson. And when we come back, Brian Lawton. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.